Welcome to Good Things Happen, a podcast series that shows the human side of banking. Today, we'll hear the story of Sun King, an extraordinary company that's using its technology to positively impact millions of lives. I know, I know, that's a grand statement, but trust me, Sun King's story is a remarkable one. And I'm delighted to say that we have one of the founders of the business on today's podcast to share it. Anish Thakar, co-founder of Sun King and his team, are leading the transformation of how electricity is provided across Asia and Africa, where over one and a half billion people lack access to a reliable electrical grid. Sun King's solar home systems power lights, mobile phones, radios, and other larger home appliances to transform the lives and businesses of its customers. Joining Anish is Eugene Amuzin, Head of Strategy and Client Solutions for City Social Finance. Eugene and his City team have developed a pioneering method to enable Sun King to provide millions of homes in sub-Saharan Africa with access to more reliable, sustainable and safer energy. So before we explore this subject in more detail, let's hear our guest stories. Anish, welcome. Um, please tell me uh, the story of how you and your partner first met, because I think it was almost a, an accidental meeting and a very practical one at that. Sure. So I met Patrick, my co-founder, 15 years ago when we were studying at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. And we met, as you said, quite uh, coincidentally, um, late at night in a lab at our university's startup incubator. And I think it was maybe two in the morning. Um, and I, I saw Patrick in the corner with bags under his eyes, a large beard, you know, hair down to his shoulders. And he was, he was hunched over a, uh, a lab table and he was hand building these devices. There was a pile of these things uh, and he was building one after another. And, uh, and there were th- these white tubes with wires sticking out. And, you know, I think I walked over really more out of concern than anything. And I said, hey, are you all right? What, what are you doing? And uh, it turns out that he was building the first Sun King solar light prototypes. Uh, and he explained that you know he, w- he had to get on a plane the next morning to take 100 of, of these prototype solar lights to an off-grid village in eastern India to test them in the market. And I just thought that was the greatest idea. And uh, ever since, we've been, we've been working together. I love that story. We'll come back to uh, continue it in just a moment. How about you, Gene? Tell us your story. Were you always destined for a job in a bank? I, th- I think you've been with City quite a while now, right? Yes, um, it's been it's been a while, but it certainly hasn't been a, a, a linear journey at all. I mean, I, I was born in the Soviet Union, and when I was a child, my family emigrated to the U.S., and we arrived as refugees, and I grew up in, in Brooklyn, New York, in what I can only describe as a very immigrant, sort of scrappy upbringing. Um, and by the time I went to, to college, it was kind of preordained of my future career path, which was really going to be a computer scientist or a programmer. My parents, my older sister at the time, were all computer programmers, which was the thing in the 90s. And when I started at City 20 years ago, that's that's actually was, was my first role as a software engineer. At some point, I sort of looked back and I thought, from the perspective of stability of a paycheck, just how lucky I was to have had the opportunities that, I, that I've had to get to the place that I had gotten at the time. And also then the awareness that so many people around the world just don't have those same opportunities. And that recognition and, and awareness directly led me to, to this work that we now call social finance, particularly focused on emerging markets, um, really with the idea of giving opportunity um, and expanding our access of opportunity to many people around the world. 
Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to jump back, Anish, to this moment in the uh, incubator, as you call it. I love the way you say he was working on the first Sun King product as if that was preordained. I get the impression that what really joined you was a kind of sense of purpose. Tell us about that. That's right. You know, I, I knew as a student that I, I wanted to do something that had a, a bigger purpose than designing a mobile phone or a computer or, or, or the next Silicon Valley gadget. And, uh, but really what, you know, when, when I met Patrick in that lab, what brought us together was chance. You know, we were, we were both working on, on some entrepreneurial projects in that lab. And what I saw in what he was doing was just the opportunity to, to take some engineering knowledge, but really just a lot of, um, hard work and, and, and interest in doing good in the world and turn that into an organization that could scale to millions of people. So tell us about Sun King. What is the idea? What is the purpose? Sun King is the largest provider of solar power for homes that live off the reliable electric grid. So today, 100 million people use Sun King for power and light um, in over 30 countries. We focus on Sub-Saharan Africa and Asia. And what we focus on is it's over a billion people that still live off the, the reliable electric grid. Either the grid has never shown up in their town, in their village, or even if the power lines pass over their home, they don't have a connection. Or if there is a connection, it's off for, for more hours than it's on. Maybe it's on for an hour a day, or it's on for a day in a month. And effectively, you know, homes are, are in the dark when the sun goes down. And so what Sun King does is provide affordable and reliable solar power for off-grid homes. So Eugene, let's bring you into this story. Um, from a city social finance point of view, um, how, do, how do you find companies like Sun King? And give us a broader sense of the work that city social finance does and, and how it helps yeah, and um, thanks for that, Jorian. You know, it's been a journey for us, and I think one thing that that we recognize is that the emerging markets, as we know them, they're they're growing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's inclusive type of growth. And we also know the low income communities are the ones that tend to lag behind in growth, and when there are shocks, they're the ones who are most vulnerable to shocks. We see this manifested through limited access to, you could say dot, 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 limited access to energy, limited access to education for the kids, limited access to healthcare, um, housing, the list can go on. And our first experience was actually microfinance and working with microfinance institutions. And what microfinance, which started in the 1970s, uh, preceding uh, things like off-grid solar, but what it had demonstrated, you could deliver a product at scale to a population that previously did not have access to it. And just because that household now had access to microcredit or a place to save money because there was a microfinance branch down the road, that same household still lacked access to many of these basic things. And Sun King and others like them have really done the job of delivering those other basic services. Energy access is so fundamental to enabling many of these other components, including education. We see our mission as, I mean, one, it's, it's to provide affordable solar power for all off-grid homes everywhere. But to achieve that, we really have to do some pretty you know, fundamentally boring things. If we can make this activity as boring and repeatable as possible, that's, that's when we can succeed at scale. Really, there's three pillars. Um, and the first is the technology. When we were coming out of that startup technology lab, that was the focus of, of Sun King was, how do we make a solar product that really works for an off-grid home? And this is going back 15 years. You know, what we were looking at was the basic Nokia brick phone, you know, that can be produced at incredibly high scale and sold for as low as $20. So affordable to virtually every household. And it's driven fundamentally by miniaturization of electronics, the advancement in, in battery technologies. So over the last 15 years, we see that the cost 
per watt hour of battery storage has come down and down and down. Combining that with the cost of solar panels, which have been on this you know, 30, 40, 50 year trajectory down in affordability, and the efficiency of LEDs have been getting more and more efficient every year. So you can combine all three of these basic technologies. You can make a great device that provides solar power for off-grid homes how they need it. So that was sort of the first pillar. But once we have those products, you know, th there's still many challenges. So, you know, our, our typical solar home system um, is a solar panel that's uh, about as big as a shoebox and it goes on a roof. It's battery storage uh, that's mounted inside the home and then it's wiring. So we wire each room with wall switches and lights and, uh, and then we have device power. So you can plug in your phone and charge it or a radio or a television or a fan, maybe in the future, a water pump. It's a pretty basic system. So our flagship solar home system costs about $120. And most off-grid homes spend about $100 a year on kerosene for light and on phone charging fees if they don't have any power in the house. So this is a product that has a break-even of about one year, but still the challenge is affordability. So the, the sort of first pillar for us was the technology. The second was, how do we get this thing to off-grid homes? And so we've built this really large, distribution network. So, so today we have 350 branches across nine countries. We have 20,000 field agents. Half of them are women. These are members of their community. Virtually all live in a home that's off the grid and they use Sun King for power themselves. And then they introduce the product to their neighbors. They make it easy for an off-grid home to trust this new technology because they say, I'm like you, you know me, I know you, and I use this thing and it works and, and I can vouch for it. But, but the other challenge then is the affordability that you know, it's still very hard, even though the, the products pay for themselves over the course of about a year, it's hard for many off-grid homes to save to, to be able to buy it up front. And so this third pillar is the financing. And, and so really over the last seven years, the focus of the business has been, how do we extend purchase financing in a really broad scale to off-grid homes everywhere? And, and the way we do that is with something called Pay-as-you-go. And so the way Pay-as-you-go works is that we have IoT technology on each product. When one of our agents finds a home that wants to bring solar in their house. Instead of having to spend the whole price of the product up front, a family spends about $10 and we install the system in the house and we activate it with a payment plan. And the payment plan works pretty much like prepaid cell phone service works for hundreds of millions of people that use prepaid cell phones across Africa. And the idea is that you pre-charge it, say for a week of service, and then you have a week of balance on your system and then you get energy output for the next one week. And by the end of the week, you're out of balance, make your next payment for a week, and then you, you top it up and you get light for the next week. And so you make your payments throughout the course of the year until you've paid off the value of the system. That's unlocked and you own it for life. And so really it's been these three pillars. So first, the technology. The second, the last mile distribution effort to get out to off-grid homes in a way that they trust. And we can explain the product and we can also install it and service it through our agents. And then the third is this financing that enables uh, virtually every off-grid home to be able to afford solar just from the savings that they experience week on week. Gotcha. Eugene. Enter stage right, city social finance. So when you first met the guys at Sun King, what, what was it they were looking at from you and your team and, and how did you help? Yeah, thanks. And, and maybe just as a starting point to reflect on what Anish just described, you know, and I, I think for Anish, it's quite natural to say, well, these are just the three components of the business. You know, we essentially design, manufacture, do last mile distribution and financing. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, not ordinary, <laughs> certainly not in, in more developed markets, but in emerging markets where the ecosystems for partnership are, are not as developed, it, it's, it's almost this vertical integration by necessity. Right? So if you want to be able to sell last mile, you have to be able to, to finance it as well. Um, and that really innovative approach and, and business model innovation has implications on, on your finances and how those can be managed. And when Anish talks about financing the, the, the end product, that 
makes the Sun King company almost look like a finance company. Uh, but at the same time, they're selling, they're selling product as well. When we think about financing companies, um, there is a continual need to be able to access funding. And that needs to be efficient and that needs to be at scale. And the journey that, that Sun King has been on um, as one um, that demonstrates the level of maturity in, in the business. And when we first started working with Anishin and his team, it, it really was more straightforward on balance sheet uh, what we call on balance sheet lending. Um, and that has now evolved to uh, the securitization um, uh, transaction, which is really a milestone um, in, in the sector, but also in, in Kenya, because it's really never been done there on a commercial local currency basis. That's the journey so far. Anisha, I'd love for you to kind of bring to life how your service is changing lives. Uh, we in the developed world just take so many things for granted um, and we probably don't even think about the benefit of having energy at our fingertips. But this technology is, is genuinely changing business lives, educational lives, safety. Tell us in your own words, please. If your experience is grounded in life in the West, in Europe or the US, where you walk into a room at night and you instinctively reach for the wall switch to turn the lights on and you inst instinctively plug in your phone wherever you find the outlet in your room to charge your phone. This can be a little bit hard to understand the, the experience of a, a typical off-grid house, but in, in a way we have to go back in time. You know, if, if we go back, say 150 years to, to a point in time where say in the US, the grid hadn't reached a uh, majority of the population. And so what did you do at night? You had a small gas kerosene lamp. Say if you lived in a farm, you fired up the kerosene lamp for light. So that's really how the majority of the off-grid world in many countries in sub-Saharan Africa and parts of Asia, how these homes access light when the sun goes down. And, and so what you can imagine is uh, if you go to an off-grid village, say in Zambia or, or in Kenya, in the late afternoon, you come back from work, you come back from, say, working in, on your farm. It's a very busy time. It's busy because everyone's back, they have things to do, and it's going to be dark soon. And so you're, you're trying to get everything done before the sun goes down. And then as the sun sets and the town becomes darker, the door shut, the window shut, and the town becomes much, much quieter. And the reason is that when it's dark, your safety goes away and it's much harder to be productive. And so fundamentally, this is about productivity. It's about safety and security. It's also about education. So if you're a student and you have homework to do, you're rushing to get that homework done before the sun goes down. Because once the sun goes down, your light source is pay by the minute. You know, you're, you're pouring kerosene into a small kerosene lamp and you're literally burning your money. Many homes spend five or 10% of their income on, on energy for things like light. And it's dim, so you're squinting. It creates these fumes that burn your eyes. And the chance of a, a kerosene lamp spilling over and causing a fire in the home is it's a constant danger. You know, it's, it's not a remote chance. It's every village has, an, uh, has a story um, and a recent story. And so you know, the, the experience here is that out of a lack of options, homes that live off the electric grid. They're primarily burning kerosene for light. It's dim, it's smoky, it's dangerous, um, and it's expensive to operate, and it really holds back productivity. So what happens when one of our agents comes to an off-grid village? They demonstrate the product. They say, hey, I live just down the road. Maybe I don't know you, but you know, we know someone in common. And so you know, we don't have the grid you know, where, where I live, but I've got the Sun King solar system in my home, and I've got bright light. And they demonstrate the product, and, and then a family signs up. And what happens is suddenly you have this abundant and free, uh, in a sense, source of light that 
every night you can enjoy as much power as say 100 kerosene lamps. And so you have bright light in many rooms and you can easily keep your, those rooms lit until, until as late as you like. And so productivity goes up, homes feel safer and more secure. And they're, they're exiting this, this constant expense Every week you're spending on kerosene just because you need to. Now, once you pay off your solar system, you've got free energy for life. It's powered by the sun that just abundantly shines on your roof every day. And then what happens is that all the neighbors near that home, they start to see what's happening in this house. And they say, how does this guy have power in his house? There's no electrical lines, but I see bright light shining through his windows and his doors. And they knock on the door and they say, what are you doing? And then the neighbors are interested. And so really what happens is once one home adopts solar, um, we see that the whole village, one by one, every home wants solar in in their house because they see the benefits. And, and I think the penetration of the houses you supply in Kenya is, is high, right? Give, give me some numbers. Yeah, so today, about one in five households in Kenya use Sun King for light and device power. Wow. Still, in Kenya, you know, two, two out of every five houses continues to be off the reliable electric grid. So, you know, we have our work cut out for us in, in Kenya. And, and on a global basis, you know, there's still a billion people uh, more that are off the reliable electric grid. So, you know, in round numbers, that's 200 million households. And really, if we want to solve this energy gap, this requires an immense amount of financing because we have to make the solar affordable for every home everywhere, right? And so 200 million households, let's say $100 per system, that's on the order of $20 billion of financing that we need to unlock to be able to help every off-grid home everywhere finance power. And so, you know, that's really why we're so excited about one, this relationship with Citibank, but also this securitization. You know, this $130 million securitization is, um, it's a meaningful amount of, of investment for us. It will allow us to meaningfully extend uh, energy access in Kenya, but but really it's it's the mechanism we've, that we're proving works. It, it's this method of, of unlocking the global pools of ESG-minded uh, capital and being able to put it to use in service of off-grid homes in a repeatable and very scalable way. Lovely. Um- Eugene, the problem with telling stories on podcasts sometimes is we can make them sound terribly simple, but this is not easy. And and Isha's brought to life the scale of the task of the financing. So how does one start? Because I understand that the the method of providing this finance uh, is pretty innovative. It's the first time it's been done in Kenya. But this isn't just a question of Citibank providing a loan. You're doing a whole lot more work behind the scenes of finding investors, bring to life the, the, the work that uh, City Social Finance does and, and the rest of the city team. You know, when we are financing um, in emerging markets, there is a perception of risk uh, and that um, we need to be able to, to navigate. And at the same time, when we're looking at a business model that's innovating, um, like Sunking, um, that's that, that's another layer um, to work through. And the securitization instrument, um, it's really as, as described, it's, um, what it really aims to do is um, all of those customers that have bought a Sunking um, system and that then will be paying as they go, will all, all of those um, obligations then get put into a separate um, vehicle and that's what investors are buying. That's what that's what they're lending against. And what that enables is a platform approach that makes the the financing more repeatable. Um, it's an instrument that is um, a securitization instrument itself is is a well known and established instrument uh, with investors. So it's something that investors can recognize um, and broadens the investor universe to enable us that reach uh, to reach that twenty billion dollar um, target. Um, to finance to finance the sector, 
And and then of course, there's no institution can can do this alone. I mean, it really does take a village. Um, and and in in this case, in the in this 130 million dollar securitization, we had seven lenders um, who who participated. And it really is a, a, a very interesting list because we're proud to to have included. Uh, local banks in, in in Kenya, so it really is a partnership amongst different ecosystem providers, different types of of financiers uh, that come together to achieve um, one one objective. And, and from a city perspective, it, it's it's also a, a a partnership approach. We have our securitization specialists that, that that are really core to delivering the solution. We have our team that is the cash manager and account bank that is um, that is providing services throughout um, social finance, but also our team in, in Kenya. Uh, our bankers in Kenya are gonna know that local market much better than, than anybody like me who may go there from, uh, you know, from time to time. So, so it really is a, a, a significant collaboration. Anish, uh, I believe I'm talking to you in Copenhagen now. You met your partner in uh, Illinois. Um, your business is truly a global business. Bring that to life for me of uh, where your team is. I mean, you're a real virtual team in all continents by the sound of it. Sun King today uh, is delivering finance solar power in nine countries in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and so that's Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Nigeria, Zambia, Mozambique, Malawi, Cameroon, and Togo. And so across these countries, we have 350 branches. So Sun King branches, um, it's, it's a store, it's a service center, it's a place to learn about putting solar in your house, uh, and it's in the communities where we operate. So an interested customer can walk in, someone wants to come in and make a payment, they can come in. But most importantly, it's a, it's a hub. So uh, around each of our branches, we have about 100 sunking agents who work in, in the villages that are sort of in the one to 50 kilometers away sort of range. Um, they live in their own village, and then they they, they make Sun King available in their in their neighborhood. So today, Sun King is uh, twenty thousand field agents across twenty thousand different communities in nine countries in Africa, and we're over two thousand employees in uh, in these nine countries. Uh, our main head offices in Nairobi and Lagos, and then we're also a product technology company, and so all of the product design, manufacturing, quality management, um, that's based in Shenzhen, China. And so we are a very distributed company, but that's the nature of the work. Off-grid homes are, are spread out and we have to be where our customers are um, because this really is both, a, you know, it's a combination of a technology company, a financing company, but also, you know, this is about the, the boots in the hands. It's about um, demonstrating at customers' homes. It's about installing the systems in their house and being back to service it whenever they need. So we really have to be very close to our clients. Eugene, that kind of uh, shape of the business, is that daunting for a, a bank to serve or is this meat and drink to city? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I think it really plays to, to city strength. I think we really are unique in our global footprint. And when I think about banking, it really is about enabling people and enabling clients to achieve their objectives and their ambitions. And because of our global footprint, we are pretty unique in being able to deliver these solutions to companies as spread out um, and as uh, geographically diverse as Sun King. So 
what are the uh, the plans going forward? Uh, we're talking retrospectively about all the brilliant work that you've been doing in, in Kenya and other markets in sub-Saharan Africa, but it sounds from the way you talk, Anish, this is just the start. Absolutely. We're, as a team, happy with what we've achieved. We have to recognize that all the hard work that our agents and our, our staff have done to get solar to so many homes. But really, this is the beginning. Over a billion people have lived without power for generations. And we really think that this is the generation where this problem can be solved. This is the, the five years, the 10 years where this problem can be solved. And so our, our biggest mission is about bringing off-grid solar to, to all of the, the billion homes that live off the reliable electric grid. Once a home has solar, what's so exciting is, is that it opens this door to um, to, to much more than just light and phone charging. You know, a week after we install a system that provides light and phone charging in a, in a house, many of our customers call us up and say, can this thing power a TV? Do you have a water pump? So as soon as electric power comes in the house for the first time, you know, the, the learning curve is very fast. <laughs> our, our clients want electric power and appliances that can benefit their lives in, in myriads of ways, just as we have in our own homes. And so we really see, you know, one dimension is, there's a lot more homes we have to bring power to to get that kerosene lamp out of the house. Um, but there's there's a there's a path with each of these these clients that's focused on really replacing the the functionality of the electric grid. At first, a home finances so enough solar and battery storage to light up the house, and then you add in more solar panels and more battery storage, and you add a TV and a refrigerator and a fan. And you know, over the course of a few years, there's no there's no need for the the old school centralized carbon intensive electric grid to come to the village because every home is already financed their own solar power that they paid for themselves and they're accessing power for free from the sun that shines on their own roofs. So I, I, I do think this is a really interesting part that ties into the, the why the securitization is, is interesting. I mean, one of the reasons why Sun King has to be able to, to finance um, these solar home systems uh, um, is because of the limited purchasing power of consumers. If somebody had the ability to go out and buy this for cash, they would, but that's, uh, but there's a limited purchasing power of consumers and, in, in these emerging markets. And as, as in you said, once they have the electricity, when I look at my house and I think about electrical appliances, I have a kettle, I have a washing machine, I have a refrigerator. And, and ultimately, the limited purchasing power is going to limit people from uh, walking into a store like we may um, and buying those off the shelf. They will need to be financed. And all of that is going to require financing from somewhere. And these instruments like a securitization are really well placed to be able to achieve that uh, goal. When you tell your story, Anish, um, do you kind of surprise yourself sometimes in terms of that kind of chance meeting that we talked about at the beginning? Uh, do you have to kind of pinch yourself because the scale of what you're doing and the effect that your business is having is is truly remarkable? Absolutely. I, I feel like uh, luckiest person alive. Patrick and I started Sun King with um, a simple but but you know, in some ways, kind of out there idea. Um, you know, it was a little bit, it was tough to convince our parents that we should leave the security of, uh, you know, a well-paying job in the, in the West to uh, to start a company like this. Um, but we just consider ourselves incredibly lucky. It, it, the, all of the success of Sun King is, it's the result of really hard work from tens of thousands of agents and thousands of, of Sun King staff and partners like Citibank that, that make the financing, which is so essential, Really work at the scale that uh, that the sector needs. So um, we're just happy this crazy idea has, has gotten as far as it has, and and that the future is very bright. But um, but we know that the, the success is it's due to thousands and thousands of of hands and feet. 
Now, you're very modest and you're very charming, but uh, I, I genuinely believe anybody listening to this who might be just coming out of college thinking about how they could do something that is important work, but also it's, you know, it's a business, isn't it? We're not talking about a charity. This is a, this is a business idea that takes lots of hours, but it's a brilliant story. And I'm so grateful that you've shared it with us. Uh, thank you, Anish. Thank you, Eugene. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Dorian. Thank you. Citibank NA and SunKing are not affiliated and are independent companies, though SunKing has a relationship with Citi's institutional clients group. The speakers views are their own and may not necessarily reflect the views of Citi or any of its affiliates. All opinions are subject to change without notice. Neither the information provided nor any opinion expressed constitutes a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. The expressions of opinion are not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. (laughs) 